Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. The Truckers Encampment will not be getting any pillows. Welcome to the show. It is 1020. This is the 16th of February. Well, how is everybody doing tonight? What is today anyways? Wednesday. Hump day. The middle of the weekday. Yeah, I guess tomorrow too. By mid-afternoon and stuff like that, we're supposed to be getting some Nasty weather here in southern Ontario, starting out with rain, then freezing rain, and then freezing rain turning to snow. That's not fun. Something like four more weeks, four more weeks of this winter. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. I hope so far that you and your friends and family have been having a good week. So this, uh, I was just reading some articles and uh, this is the first I heard of this. And you may have even heard of this business. It's called My Pillow. So what was it? What was going on with this? I kind of, you know, this is actually really funny because um, the CEO of my pillow, they were uh, with a truck full of ten thousand pillows. This was to go to the Karen Carnival in Ottawa. They were denied entry into Canada on Tuesday evening while trying to join the Ottawa Freedom Convoy protesters. I guess he hasn't heard that the federal government has enacted the Federal Emergency Act. But which that means is that Even anybody in this Karen Carnival is going to be arrested. Anybody trying to get in to this Karen Carnival down downtown Ottawa, you will be arrested. Maybe he hasn't heard. This this was this this the Federal Emergency Act was enacted two days ago. It used to be called, it used to be called the the, the, uh, War Act. But then a lot of things were, were, were changed with it. And now it's called the Federal Emergency, the Federal Emergency Act. Now, apparently, he was denied entry into Canada and they were intercepted at the port here on Sarnia border crossing on Tuesday evening as they were on route to Ottawa to distribute pibble, uh, pillows and Bibles to the, to the Karen carnival protesters. And on the same day on my pillow truck carrying over 10,000 pillows, 
including a thousand Bible pillows designated for the care and carnival in Ottawa, was intercepted by trying to cross through the Ambassador Bridge. That's hilarious. Now, the sources said the trucks was also denied entry into Canada because the U.S. trucker did not have a valid pre-arrival PCR test. See, any foreign national is going to come into Canada. You have to go on the Canada Arrive app. And you have to fill out all your detailed information. And you have to have a PCR test and it has to be negative and it has to be done 72 hours prior to your arrival. I've talked about this before. I guess some people just never got the memo. So here it is. The current Canadian border rules demand that foreign visitors have at least two COVID-19 vaccine doses and show a negative, a negative test result taken with, within 72 hours of arrival in Canada in order to enter the country. Now, the CEO of MyPillow, he's a staunch supporter of the former Republican U.S. President Diaper Don. And he's a prolific advocate for conspiracy theories claiming that uh, that the last U.S. election was stolen, you know, just like Donald Trump. But anyways, now, it's not only the first time this has happened, there's been plenty of Americans who have been turned away at the border under the current COVID-19 rules trying to join the Karen Carnival in Ottawa. So, and then he says he's going to be trying to cross back in tomorrow to go to the Karen Carnival in Ottawa, which he has another problem. to be no entry into that care and carnival under the Federal Emergency Act. And he'll be subject to being arrested. And then we'll have to kick his sorry ass back into the United States. Now, with this Federal Emergency Act, it means that it is Canada-wide. The Emerson, Manitoba blockades have been broken up by the police. The Coots, Southern Alberta, that was broken up by, by the police. And not surprising, but really disturbing that these far-right extremists you know, with the weapons that were seized the other day, multiple people are charged with attempted murder. Or attempted murder. Absolutely ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. See, here in a democracy, I mean, nobody has a problem with you protesting. You go to a protest, you show and, and you show your concern about what you're protesting about. And then at the end of the day, you go home. You got your message out. That's the end of it. We have laws. We have bylaws. 
Under the Highway Traffic Act, we have laws. And you cannot barricade a street or a highway and sit there for days on end 24-7. And even if you're just sitting there peacefully or doing whatever, you can't blockade a public roadway. Period. Never could, ever. But this Karen Carnival in Ottawa, oh, they got the big tents down there. They got the uh, the inflatable uh, jumping castles. They got hot tubs. They got candy apples, candy floss. Oh, they got it all going on down there. But you cannot block a roadway. And they're not really taking this Federal Emergency Act serious. A lot of things have happened the last couple of days. Today's Wednesday, so the, the Emergency Act was enacted on Monday. I think potentially, probably tomorrow, Friday for sure, that the RCMP, the Ontario Provincial Police, the Windsor Police or the Ottawa Police Force. will be moving in on this Karen Colonel. Now this is the first time that the Federal Emergency Act has been enacted. And that is well, it was once, once many, many moons ago, Justin's Trudeau, Justin Trudeau's father, Pierre Trudeau was prime minister. Then it was called the War Act. That was enacted in 1970. Of course, during the Second World War and the First World War. But this new Emergency Act is only a couple decades old and it's the first time that it's been enacted by the Prime Minister of Canada. And what that does, ladies and gentlemen, they can seize bank accounts. They can suspend your license, suspend your insurance, impound your car. You can be fined up to $5,000 in five years in jail. or both for participating and enabling this care and convoy to continue. Prior to this being enacted, Sunday just passed, the Windsor Police Department, along with the uh, Ontario Provincial Police and the RCMP cleaned up the blockade at the Windsor-Detroit crossing. 
The one in Emerson, Manitoba has been dismantled. And the one in Coots, Southern Alberta has been dismantled. With this Federal Emergency Act, that, that means that the infrastructure, the banking system, our land borders, our airports, anything else that people think they might want to abstract. You won't be able to do it. Now, if I were these so-called freedom convoy, whatever you want to call them, I don't know, circus folks. I guess we could call them circus folks because that's just about what they made of it. There's a circus. Karen Carnival. You know, the arrogance and the ignorance of people, ladies and gentlemen, is only going to go so far. And people are going to only tolerate that bullshit for so long. These organizers and a majority of these organizers are racist, extremists, fanatics. And they've shown that themselves. Not by this Karen Carnival, but on social media. That's who some of these organizers are. And hell, I mean, the rest of them the rest of the organizers, they're affiliated with them because now they're all together. They're not denouncing each other. So as far as I'm concerned, they're all racist, fascist, assholes. And they think they're little, like their little pea brains think that they're having a peaceful Karen Carnival. Playing loud music all day. And just recently, and, and there's been an injunction about the, 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 uh, the truckers down there blowing their air horns. That was to stop, but see their, their ignorance and arrogance, they started that back up again. And that injunction is still in place. Now, if you've been on my show before and I've told you, you know, these truckers, and I'm a trucker myself. So these truckers want you to believe they can't work because of these mandates. They can't cross into the United States, come back into Canada if they're not vaccinated. <clears throat> well, they can't cross into the United States anyways because the United States back on January the 22nd, for all foreign nationals entering the United States, you have to have, be fully vaccinated. So regardless if the Prime Minister of Canada said, okay, well, we'll lift the mandates on, on truckers coming back into Canada. I don't have to worry about, you know, being fully vaccinated or proof of vaccination. It wouldn't matter anyways. They still would be able to cross into the United States, but they want you to believe that they cannot work.
We have thousands of truckers that cross Canada and stay in Canada only. There's no shortage of work in this industry. We've always needed drivers and we always will. But there's no shortage of work. So they could easily stay working with their company or got into another trucking because these guys are owner, these truckers are owner, owner operators. So they could have went to other trucking companies and stayed in Canada until everything got better and lift mandates and away we all go, right? Just like, just like in the United States. You have American truckers that just stay in the United States. And you have American truckers that come into Canada. So they can work. They just want you to feel sorry for them. They've pinned truckers against truckers. Maybe giving the trucking industry a bad name. I don't know. But if they don't want to work, then go home, sell your truck, and go find something else to do. They want you, they want you to think that they are the heroes here. When in fact they're not. The real heroes here are the doctors and nurses. Not just here in Canada, all over the world. throughout this whole pandemic and everything that they have been through. They're the real heroes here. Those truckers at this Karen Carnival, they're just a bunch of zeros. They have a choice. They've always had a choice. Even you know, you know, I, I, you know, many years ago when I, when I, when I started in the industry, I chose to do long haul trucking, and that meant going into the United States and go all over the United States. I could have also said, no, I don't want to do that. I'll do long haul trucking across Canada. But I chose to do long haul trucking across the United States. So they can work. Now, this also means with this Federal Emergency Act, is when it comes to our banking system. And the banks under the Federal Emergency Act, they can freeze accounts linked to the Karen Carnival. People don't think they can't do that. Well, they certainly can, because we're gonna protect the financial system in this country and we're going to put a stop under this federal emergency act to any gofundme even their last their last one there adopt a trucker campaign that got halted Cryptocurrency. Well, you buy and sell. Eventually, you want to buy something with it. Well, it has to be turned into currency in order to purchase something. Like gasoline. Diesel. 
all the money that these morons try to raise. And they even thought they would be able to keep that first million dollars they got before the GoFundMe shut them down. That also has been seized by the government. Give, send, go. All that money's been seized by the government. Bank accounts can also be frozen as well. And the government's new directive called the Emergency Economic Measures Order So the banks and other financial entities like credit unions, co-ops, loan companies, trusts, cryptocurrency platforms. And also under the Federal Emergency Act, anybody participating in this Karen Carnival, that your insurance can be suspended your driver's license suspended, your car impounded. Or your transport truck impounded. Who cares? I don't. Something is going to happen and it's going to be happening. I wouldn't be too surprised if it's starting tomorrow. Now the police can use whatever force they deem, deem necessary. Now it's up to people at this Karen Carnival, how you want this to end. And I want to remind people, ladies and gentlemen, that these are not just adults. down there in this Karen Carnival. Some of them even brought their children with them. So their children has been sleeping in the trucks for these last 20 days. The Children's Aid Society has now sent the message and urges Ottawa convoy protesters to make arrangements for their kids. So, the kids are there with, with mom and dad and dad wants to stay in the protest, well, mom can take the children, take them to a safe place. And then later they can bail out daddy. So they've been told to make the necessary alternate care arrangements should become should they become unable to care for the children following potential police action. You don't want to put your children in harm's way. 
And you certainly don't want to use your children as human shields. Because that would just be bad parenting, right? Everybody wants this to end peacefully. The ball is now in the Karen Carnival's court. How they want this to end. Now, it doesn't seem that they want to be going anywhere. They're calling on people to come down and join the Karen Carnival this weekend. No one's going to be able to get into the Karen Carnival this weekend. Now, also under the Federal Emergency Act, the government can order the tow truck companies to tow these vehicles. Now, so far they, you know, saying they don't want to, they don't want to get involved. Safety concern is one. I get that. You know, these big, these big wreckers, they're expensive. They don't want them damaged. They don't want their employees injured. I get that. They're saying, well, why don't you just use the military? Well, they just might. And that all will depend on the protests. If things go south, then the military will move in. Now, people would have to be I mean, you have to be really naive to think that the government doesn't have the military on standby. You'd be sadly mistaken. Even though we're not calling on the military to help and this blockade. The other problem that these tow truck operators would be having is that some of the unlawful disabling of the air brake system, which is illegal, by the way, truckers cannot tamper with the air brake systems on the trucks to make them inoperable. I would still hook up to that rig and I would drag it until the tires blew off it. And I would drag it on its rims. And I would drag it to the nearest wrecker and put it in the nearest crusher and just crush it. They've disturbed the peace 24-7. It is illegal to set up blockades and block an entire roadway. It's always been illegal under the Highway Traffic Act. Always. 
This is an occupation. It's been 20 days. It's not a protest. There's a difference. You protest, you go home. If you want to stay and visit Ottawa, they got plenty of hotels. Lots of sightseeing to do. An encampment blockade. Big tents. And the inflatable castles to jump into. Hot tubs. Candy apples. Candy floss. That's a circus. The Karen Carnival. Now starting tomorrow. I think as I said tomorrow. Is the 17th? Yes. That the majority of places, and including restaurants, can open to open to full capacity. Bigger events like sporting events here here in the province of Ontario. Not not all provinces are the same. Out in Edmonton, they they've lifted majority of, of their restrictions already. Here in Ontario, so a majority of the places will be open to full capacity. Any larger venues will be at fifty percent per uh, capacity until March first. And then they can go to full capacity. And then on March 1st, we'll be ending the um, vaccine um, certificate. And then the bigger events sporting events and concerts and everything like that will go to 100% capacity. Masking will still be in place. I'm guessing by the start of April, that'll all be gone as well. So, what 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 are what do this Karen Carnival want now? Mandates are being lifted, but they still don't want to leave because they wanted them lifted yesterday. You know, it's like a child throwing a tantrum. want it now take a child into a candy store and you're getting ready to leave and the kid wants something now and you say no we can't have it now the kid throws a tantrum laying on the floor kicking and screaming that's just about what it's like down there in Ottawa at this Karen Carnival I never supported this from the get-go, and I'll tell you why. Because I've heard of and read of some of these organizers and who they are. Far-right extremists, radicals, racists. Now, you'd have to be a complete fool to believe all this money, just just think about this for a second. If they were to be able to have all this money that they've raised, they would have approximately $20 million. 
And that's supposed to go to the truckers for fuel, food, and accommodations. These far-right radicals, extremists, and racists jumps on the back of these truckers. Start this GoFundMe shit. Now, how much money do you think would be going to the truckers? These far-right radicals, extremists, and racists raising this money for their own cause. You'd have to be a complete idiot to think otherwise. It's a good thing they don't have that money. GoFundMe shut it down. And then the Ontario government shut down their other ones they had gotten up to go. All that money is not in the hands of these far-right extremists, racist, fascist, assholes. Now, they're even trying to start a little fund. You know, it's like a they call it a they call it a war fund. It was to for it was like for you know anybody that were to attack them or smear them. These organizers. Well, they don't need any help doing that because they've done that around their on their own prior to this carnival. They've smeared themselves already. They got you couldn't smear any more mud on their fa- on their faces if you wanted to. So they can start the little fun. I don't care. You're going to be racist. You're going to be an extremist. You're going to be a right, far right fascist. I'm going to call you out. I will not stand for it and I will not tolerate it. And all this freaking disinformation and misinformation, conspiracy theories. Those people need to get their head examined. Even with even with somebody who knows and understands, you know, and has has, you know, the capacity and and not to be media illiterate. Even if you still try to explain things to these people, you still won't get through because they've been so entrenched in this disinformation conspiracy theories. It's like Donald Trump's followers. I mean, they're so entrenched on everything that Donald Trump has said and they believe it. That's sad. That is just so sad. And Donald Trump himself knows that he's full of shit. I don't know how you straighten that kind of that, that kind of a mess out. You know, conspiracy theorists and theories, disinformation and misinformation, because, you know, misinformation, I mean, it's it's information missing. It's not the whole story. Disinformation is right out of blatant lie. Intentionally to cause harm. I really don't think that these organizers really fully understand the implications of this Federal Emergency Act. 
Now these truckers, owner operators, and the corporate businesses, trucking businesses that they had their transport trucks on with on contract, because they're not company drivers. I'm a company driver. They're not a company driver. That's their own truck. And even if, if the government, if the government can prove that these drivers or these corporate trucking companies are affiliated themselves with this Karen Carnival. They can have their insurance canceled. And that means the entire fleet of drivers. Now, I don't know. I mean, if you were missing an action for three weeks from work, would you not be fired? You haven't showed up to do a day's work. These truckers haven't shown up to do a day's work. They're on contract with the trucking companies they drive for. <clears throat> I guess, you know, if the trucking companies want to still keep them on afterwards, that's entirely up to the, the trucking companies, but they are risking of having the company's insurance canceled. Now, I most certainly, company employee or contractor working for, for me and not showing up for work for three weeks, you wouldn't have a job. You'd be fired. Now, getting back to this things with the children who are there with their parents sleeping in these rigs for the past 20 days. They've known for this for some time. These trucks have been running all day nonstop 24-7. These kids have been down in this three ring circus all this time. Biggest concern, you know, the risk of just being in that area and these trucks spewing out their fumes all day. Carbon monoxide and fumes, the noise levels about the cold about access to sanitation and the ability to shower. Now with the emergency act that has been enacted by the federal government, has a prohibition on bringing children to sites where protests and blockades are happening. Now, these parents, they've been forewarned to get their children out of that zone. And using these kids as some kind of a shield or protection is obviously reprehensible and irresponsible. Children's, the Children's Aid Society 
says that it, it, obviously they have a duty of care for children who may become separated from their parents as a result of, of the police action, but also vowed that the parents and kids would be reunited as soon as possible. This police action, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, is going to take place under the Federal Emergency Act, and it's going to be very, very soon. So the, you know, The Children's Aid Society has a mandate to protect a child when their parent becomes unavailable to exercise their custodial rights over the child and the parent has not made adequate provisions for the child's care and custody, it said. So in other words, Children's Aid Society could go down to the Karen Carnival and remove those children. We don't have to wait for a police action to begin. Now, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. It's probably It's probably not going to end well. These organizers will fight to the end. And I don't care how long they go to jail for. I really don't. I'll write them pen pal letters every day telling them what a piece of shit they are. Now, if a parent is charged, the Children's Aid Society will be in a position where they would have to separate the children for a period of time until parents were released on bail or back in their homes to address that situation. And obviously, you know, we don't want to separate parents from their children for no good reason, right? And the police will focus on their attention on the people who are most destructive and the people who are causing the greatest blockage to the public space. For an example, the trucks. Now they've been told to leave with their children. If you bring a minor or a person under the age of 18 with you, to an unlawful protest site, you'd be charged and fined of up to 5,000 or potentially spend up to five years in prison.
I should be a clear enough message for you, wouldn't you think? Anybody who's thinking that they're going to bring any children or even the children down there. I mean, just because you have a child, police will not arrest you or deal with the situation. They can and they will. Give send go doesn't seem to get the memo. Oh, they said, oh, we're going to do whatever it takes to get the money into the hands of the organizers. <laughs> Not going to happen. All the financial institutions is federally regulated. And that money will be frozen, which it already is. All of it. Every red cent. See, people will get their refund back from GoFundMe. The protesters did get, or the organizers did get a million, but that's been frozen. And then the Nine million or something like that from Give Send Go. That's all been frozen. And their new campaign, Adopt a Trucker, that's been frozen. I don't think they'll mind you sending diapers to these organizers and protesters down there. I don't think they'll mind that. That's about the only thing you would be able to donate. Anything else, not going to happen. Guess these next couple of days, ladies and gentlemen. Guess we're gonna find out how it's going to end. I hope peacefully, I really do. That's the way everybody wants it to be. But that's not up to us. Let's see. It's up to the organizers and anybody else affiliated with this Karen Carnival. It's up to them how they want this to end. You know, they want to spend a long time in prison. If it goes south. Or just pack up and go home. If it does turn violent, you can bet your bottom dollar that the government of Canada has always had the military in their back pocket. They won't wait to call them. Wait for them, the military to pack up and show up. They would be ready already. So it's up to them. It's up to the people down there in this Karen Carnival on which way they want this to go. By the police enforcement or the police and military enforcement.
<clears throat> who's got the ace of spades? Not the protesters. We've seen copycats of this Karen Carnival. Well, not to the extent of this Karen Carnival, but copycats around the world. Well, as long as you do it nice and peacefully, be respectful. Be respectful to your neighbors because that's who you'll be bothering and be being disturbing is your neighbors. They have been so disrespectful to the people that live down in that area. Businesses restaurants the center town mall that has hundreds hundreds and hundreds of people that work there all closed no businesses can open up down there And isn't the whole thing about lifting the mandates and open up the economy, everybody get back to work and have a happy-go life? And yet they're preventing thousands of people just from doing just that. Disturbing the peace all hours of the night and day. I mean, you would get pretty pissed off if your neighbor was throwing a party all hours a day and then the half the night keeping you up. Got to call the police. Police got to come and tell them to shut down the party. Now imagine this at this scale. Of the noise. And the partying all hours of the day and into the night for 20 days. I don't think you would put up with that bullshit that was in your neighborhood. I want to thank you for joining me tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of the week. Because I know these people at the carnival are not going to enjoy the end of their week. But be safe. Stay out of trouble. Things are getting better. And here and across Ontario and across Canada, we are lifting these mandates. We are lifting these restrictions. Just so you know, it's not because of the Karen Carnival. Because it's time. What should I end with this tonight? 
Well, I started it off with the carnival music for the Karen Carnival. I guess kind of a standoffish because that's what's coming. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. Take care, thank you.